Hi, this is Taxi's Chronicles and I'm your host, Simon Reston. Today I'm going to talk about the police. Um, as a driver, a taxi driver, I drive all over London, in the good parts, the bad parts, however you want to see it. Mind you, is really, really bad parts? There's, the, I suppose it depends on who you are and where you are. But point being, I see a lot. And um, I see a lot of young policemen and I see a lot of policemen who are very quick to get physical with young people. And this is not about race, this is about just policing, good and bad policing. And I'm not here to criticize because these aren't really my words. I've had police in the car before and some people have actually shared their private opinions on their own profession and the way it's going um, and it's interesting I'll start with my first ride was a, a lady from up north she's a policeman young lady I think about early 20s but point being she says she doesn't understand London policemen because they seem like they want to infuriate the situation I think that's the right word um, because up north, where she was from, they're like trying to defuse the situation, trying to get people to go home, calm down, it's not worth it, all that kind of thing. But in the police down here, for some reason, want to like want people to kick off. They want an excuse to get rough and ready. I don't know why. Um, and I have to agree with her on that. I, I do notice that. I do notice that. I've I've seen things where policemen are, have passed some guys walking down the street, and then they've looked at each other, and they've just turned and they've kind of run, kind of jogged around about twenty meters to catch up to these guys. And instead of like just saying, "Guys, one minute, please," they've just kind of pounced on them, dragged them off dragged them to the side, virtually dragging one of them off the bicycle. And then they're getting frustrated that they're getting a negative reaction from these young guys. Now I've seen that kind of behavior more than too often on my driving around London. I can't say, I don't know if these people know the police or the police know them or whatever, but they just seem like some young guys who are just coming from football. And playing football, one was on a bike, one was actually holding a football, etc., etc. And there's some ones further down the road. Um, I think even one had football boots in his hand or on lace, double laced over his shoulder. So I, I don't know why they felt the need to behave like that. Now, being ex-military, I, I understand that you're given a job and you want, you have to enforce it. But there's a way you enforce your job. Um, and if I use an example of when we're in Afghan, you don't start manhandling the locals like that. They're only going to blow you up. They're going to cause problems for you. You don't want that. You want to be on side of them. You want to know what's going on and be able to solve things with minimal effort. And um, this brings me into my second off off the record interview <laughs> uh, this journey was a lot longer 
I won't say what precincts he's from because um, personally I don't even really remember I hit so many different places in London but he pointed out something he said Boris said he's going to put 20 or 2,000 20 or 2,000 new policemen on the street he said the way he's done that he's lowered the the cost of a policeman so what you would pay for in training what you would pay for um, uh, in standards or you would pay for as a wage he's lowered to get more through the door but the problem with that is the educated ones don't come the ones who've done spent 27,000 paying for a degree they're not going to come because the money's too low because they're already indentured servitude to this blasted student loan thing in the first place so what happens you get the ones who wouldn't really cut the mustard on top of that like I said he's lowered the standard so the ones who wouldn't necessarily be unsuitable to be police before whether it's fitness or intellect or IQ yeah they can come in now because everybody's a winner <laughs> so this is his words it's not mine so he said this has become a problem so also you have a lot of people from the European Union joining the police and there's nothing wrong with foreigners joining the police this is there's nothing wrong with foreigners doing any jobs but if you come from a country where you're not used to a cosmopolitan society it may prove to be an issue when you're handling people of a cosmopolitan you're dropped in a cosmopolitan area because your mindset may be of the the old school to put it nicely and he said that's an issue as well and he said also age there's no real old policeman anymore you've got early 20s mid early 20s to like say mid 30s you haven't got the ones experienced on the block and this was something we were both in agreement with is going back to the Afghan situation when we were patrolling you need to patrol on foot because if you just rock up in vehicles and you look out the window and you say you're right and roll on that's not a relationship you need to get out there get amongst the people talk with them know who's who and what's what it's like years ago the local Bobby he knew who's the local troublemaker who's the bully who's whose MO is what for what crime and generally it's like I did my dissertation when I did my degree um, even that policeman when I interviewed him he said most council estates or working class areas the people 99.9% of the people are good it's, it's always that 0.01% that are bad that wreck it for everybody they smash the car windows they steal the car stereos they mug old grannies they defecate in alleyways or they bring drugs into the community he said one year he removed 22 people off the street and put them in jail he said crime dropped to nearly zero in that estate yeah this was in Peckham the Peckham North estate I did my dissertation on, on social housing which also covered um, 
crime, of course, because we're just trying to work out, as a construction student, is it the design of the building that the architect has done, or is it the people themselves and the government doing their job, or helping, giving them hope? But that's what that—that's policeman's point of view. So moving on, you've got lots of more people. You've got lots of police who are younger. You've got police who have just been incorporated who English may not be their first language and they're not used to cosmopolitan societies if you're dealing with London and you've got young inexperienced police who are happy to use violence first port of call I don't know if this is influenced by the American standards of policing which I think is the worst western standard to go by clearly but I always used to praise our police and I praise them in the sense that you don't if you don't have a gun you have to learn how to talk to people and reason with them if you have a gun you have an ego if you have an ego an ego gets in the way of you doing your job properly because you feel because of this badge I shouldn't have to talk to you you should automatically listen to me now this other policeman said to me if they could have managed policing in the 80s where crime was a real issue and all most housing standards were dropped and street lighting didn't work in mass areas and all of these things and they could manage policing without guns without these little shotguns um, what they call it um, stun guns or electric I've forgotten what they call them but those electric things you send volts of electricity through people then what happened? What has happened that the standard has had to drop in every way? And that's what was his point of view. He wasn't impressed with the people and the things that he's working with. He wasn't impressed with the standard. Now, like I said, I have faith that police in England, to me, is seen as the best traditionally because you need to know how to talk to people if you haven't got a weapon and even Snoop Dogg said it he said when he stopped gangbanging he got into music business and he had to and he decided to leave all that behind he said he realized when he had to discuss things with people because he couldn't reach for a weapon he become much more intellectual and he was able to calm situations down and look at other people's point of view and um, to me that speaks measures but I just wanted to share this because um, it's actually an episode that was been on my heart for a long time I was really grateful to all the police who I'd spoken to who had told me their inner thoughts obviously anonymously I know they're risking their jobs because they're not meant to be speaking to the public and in essence they're not they're just talking to me a lonely podcaster with uh, a couple of hundred people listening <laughs> nothing major every day or every week sorry but I'll be interested to know your you guys thoughts on this do you think the police need guns do you think the police are doing a great job do you feel that it's unnecessary violence do you think the the police training should go back to as it was do you think it's too easy if you know about those kind of things 
Um, do you think they should get paid more? Yeah, I think they should be paid more, especially if the politicians are paying themselves more. But I think obviously that comes with a... You shouldn't be lowering the standard of the pay of the services. I don't agree with that at all. What's firemen, policemen, um, military and nursing? Those people should never get their pay cut. Apart from council workers, they should definitely get their pay cuts. <laughs> they just cause havoc with their one-way systems on block roads. Oh, I'm going to do a ranting episode about that. To come to about that, I don't know what they're doing, but they are. Yeah, they, and they say it's in Corona. I don't know how the name of this minute start. But anyway, feel free to leave an opinion on um, what I've spoken about. I hope this is interesting to you because it is actually interesting to me because the police are our first port of call of security. Yeah, unless it's something specific like health or fire. And even then the police still turn up depending on the circumstances. So we need to get this right, and we can only get it right through talking about it. Um, But apart from that, have a nice day. Please do not forget to listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, all about investing in Africa with real investors from around the world, sharing their real stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly, of how and why they invested in Africa and their experiences of living there or just doing business there and traveling and what they expected to and what they actually found and advising or encouraging other people to do in business. Keep in mind that Africa has the fastest growing population on the planet along with the fastest growing economies of the countries within Africa on the planet. So that's a sign that the Russians, the Chinese, the, Germ- the Germans and all the other, everybody else is trying to get into Africa whether it's for the 30% of the natural resources that they hold which are um, obviously there's a lot more natural resources than that but that's the present date or just serving the public there where they can make much money but apart from that have a nice day and peace and love and out